0: Hello, everybody. What's going on? My family. Hope you're well. Hope you're happy. Hope you're chilling and vibing. Welcome to the Vibe Time. Vibe Time, fun Vibe Time sesh. It's the Brent Pella Show, episode 60 something. I've said the number wrong so many times that I'm just going to start saying 60 uh, something or 70 something for everything because I just am forgetting and I'm not doing good at it. But you know who is doing good? Comedian Adam Ray. That's my boy. It's my homie. Home. It's my homebie. Yep, it's my homebie. It's a homie. Homebie. It's my home bee, Adam Ray. Uh, Adam is a hilarious comedian. He cruised over to uh, hang and chat and vibe and chill. And you know, I, I Adam is one of the guys I looked up to when I was starting to do stand-up in LA. He was a couple classes ahead of me, um, so it was super cool to get to know him a little better. And, and we've done some videos together already. We've chilled. We've written some stuff. But it, it's nice to uh, sit in front of somebody and force them to speak at you um, because I love listening to that. When it's a person that I really love and, and really respect and look up to and admire. And that's that's this dude. He's an awesome dude. Uh, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Bioptimizers. Magnesium Breakthrough. Pretend like I'm holding them in my hand right here. Here comes Brent's terrible podcast ad reads. Magnesium Breakthrough. Do you, do you uh, have a shitty body? Just try some magnesium. Huh? Uh, MagnesiumBreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella to get a discount and a free copy of the most... Uh, condensed and knowledge filled book on health that I personally have ever read. It's called The Blueprint, The Biop... Damn it. It's called The Biological Optimization Blueprint, and bio-optimizers will send you the book for free when you order the Magnesium Breakthrough Supplement, which is all seven types of magnesium that the body can digest, helps with muscle recovery, um, relaxes your muscles, and uh, does a bunch of other awesome fun benefit things that you should look up. What is What does magnesium do for my body? Find that out and then order Magnesium Breakthrough at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash and get the free book and also a discount on the product and support the product because they support me. Here we go ad number two of two uh, podcast also brought to you by blue blocks blue blocks blue light blocking glasses for when you're staring at your phone or your screen or TV or your laptop and you don't want all that artificial blue light messing with your vibes dude messing with your freaking corneas you want to have sick corneas dude I got sick corneas I hope you guys have sick corneas if you want your corneas to be super sick grab a pair of blue blocks get 15 percent off at blueblocks.com slash brent that is b-l-u-b-l-o-x dot com slash brent ads over guys oh how you doing you good you're chilling right i'm chilling Um, Summer is upon us, and the high vibes are going to continue. Lots of fun things going on. I got shows coming up, baby. I got shows all over the place. Uh, Shows for Sacramento. The show in Sacramento is on sale now. Tickets on sale right now. Punchline Sacramento. Look it up. September 8th. It's a Wednesday. Help me sell that bitch out so that they can give me a weekend date. That's how comedy works. You sell a bunch of tickets. They give you a weekend and treat you like the person that you think you are because that's what your ego says so if you guys show up and show out then next time i'll come back and we'll party on a weekend first we got a party on a wednesday feel me a bunch of other spots Cobb's in san francisco i don't know if those are on sale yet but they will be i'll be out there september 12th um appleton wisconsin naples florida new york city working on it i think it's brooklyn tempe arizona Ooh, when is that october uh, early October, maybe the 7th, maybe the 9th, I want to say, something like that, brentpella.com slash shows, and uh, hey, drop your city in the comment section of, of this video, and also go see Adam Ray whenever he's in your city, adamraycomedy.com, hilarious stand-up comic, podcaster, does a million things, the guy's an actor, a stand-up comedian, a voiceover artist, a podcaster, uh, a writer, he, he does it all, he is... An awesome dude and a funny dude. And I'm so happy I got to hang with him. And I'm happy that you guys will be able to hang with him too. So please enjoy this episode with my good buddy Adam Ray.
1: But are you trying to get him to just acknowledge or like have you no. on as him? Or like what's the, <laughs> no, what's the I, goal I out of the Rogan from, content? From,
0: from everything I've heard about uh, Joe and how he views himself, he doesn't want to be made into a, like a bit. Yeah. Like you know the way in movies where um they'll have a scene where like the main actor gets famous and goes on the Fallon show and yes. and Jimmy is in the movie as himself yeah like Joe would never do that I don't think like I, I feel like he doesn't want to be a bit he just wants to be like himself and kind of chill
1: he was in um not Here Comes the Boom or was he in Here Comes the Boom was he yeah that's what he was in no way as like the love was he interest. a bit. As Kevin James, as the the guy that was like dating the girl, Kevin James wanted to uh, be with.
0: Was it like, oh my god, she's dating Joe Rogan? No, or was he like acting?
1: He was like a guy. He was acting. He was probably oh, so fresh was off acting. news radio, but yeah. he was like, he was like, he was good as that guy. Yeah. And then there was like a whole dance, like tango scene that he had to do. Yeah. <laughs> it was very. Uh, I was like, I wonder if he ever talks about this or and and you know, uh, Kevin James produces some quality films. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Kevin James. Great, I think he's great. underrated. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But also probably gets his due cred Yeah, yeah. Had a sitcom for a while.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's doing well. Yeah, yeah. He's got some you know good know who friends. Else is doing
1: well, him. Tom Selleck.
0: Tom Selleck, he's crushing he? it. Dude, he's got great hair.
1: How do you think about that guy? Never.
0: It's the first time I've <laughs> thought about him since I read his name like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, dude, Joe's cool. Uh, a lot of people think that I hate him. I've gotten a lot of messages from like his angry, like fanboy fans. Of course. That threatened death, you know, but I got they that with Eminem, death? too. Yeah, they're like, dude, Joe would fucking rip your head off, dude. You better not come out to Nebraska, bro. Don't come out here, dude. Don't bring that shit out to Lincoln. I was going to say, Stuff what's like the
1: biggest demo for his fan base?
0: Um, Probably dudes in their 20s whose dads never really looked him in the eye. Sure. What about know? Eminem? Uh, probably late teen dudes yeah. who maybe never knew their dad. There's always a dad thing. Who would you rather meet? Eminem's
1: dad or Joe Rogan's dad?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Because I, would I feel say like to them? Eminem's dad would would like um, look down on me in a way that would make me become the most famous rapper of all yeah. time. Is that know? what? Ha- is that where his? Uh... Spitfire game Comes from I think it, I think it's mom? a lot of things I think it, a lot of it Was the mom I don't know anything About his dad Yeah I think a lot of it Was the mom And like his friend group That's how the documentary
1: up. Starts by the way Me Right And I go What does anyone know About Eminem's dad <laughs> We take this as the opening And then just hear a voiceover Like it goes to black And then we go on a journey And you see a, a drone shot Of Detroit Yeah And it's you being like So I set out To find <laughs> out You know it's just one Of those classic documentaries. Tilt up
0: to the Eight yeah, mile road sign Shows us getting
1: yeah. off The airplane Getting our bags Yeah <laughs> Um Eminem's dad. Yeah. I, I, mean, don't, I don't know who is. What makes dad a good rapper is. is my question too. Like Yeah. I know my my brother in law is a rapper. His no name way. D I R T A Y. I'm starting to give him more props on podcasts. He's a
0: professional rapper. I've like mentioned he raps. Him,
1: mentioned him he opened for DMX in Seattle. He's no open for shit. a lot of big guys. That's cool. R. I. P. But he's he's now full on construction, dad to my nieces and and mm-hmm. husband to my sister. But
0: does he still make music?
1: Yes, he's still got a little studio in the garage and still, like, lays down uh, CDs for stuff. Yeah, and he's, no joke, look, at he's got some videos out there that are are, uh, legit. And, uh, you know, some Corolla fans have jumped on board uh, because of my mentions of him. But he, the first time I went and saw him was definitely, like, traumatizing but exciting. Because he, like, definitely had songs (laughs) that were, like... You know, where I'm like, I don't know if this is about my sister or not, but it seems pretty close. Where uh-huh. He's like, you know, all the bitches in my life got to get on the knees. You suck it with your mouth pretty, pretty, please. And I'm like, that's probably not about her. You know, yeah, this yeah, pro- yeah. You know. That's then about that's like, past. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, her name is Natalie and her pussy's so sweet. I'm like, there's probably plenty of Natalie. And she's here. got and a I, brother yeah. and he's a little yeah. Ass, yeah. ass bitch. Yeah. He's in the back shaking his head, you know. <laughs> he's a comedian. That's At least, a that's funny sketch. That's yeah. a funny bit. You yeah. do it. Yeah, I 100%. And take his Dude, yeah. Yeah, that is a that is a great sketch. That's a great sketch. Great, sketch. great reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, I mean, truly, I was in the back, just like and my mom wanted to go to the show, and I was like, I think you should probably wait a beat, <laughs> maybe listen to the music while you get a massage and see if you can, you know, enjoy it. Then, yeah, yeah. But um, but I know he's had to get back to it. A um, you know, troubled past with yeah. family and yep. definitely dad. Yep, and uh, and kind of mom now too. So I mean, shit, I. I don't, I don't know, know I don't know from. any
0: rappers That have really Awesome upbringings I, yeah. I couldn't name one I don't, I'm sure they're out you there You can't have one right I don't think it's allowed yeah. Logic didn't have one Yeah You know Depending on whether or not People think he's a good rapper Yeah uh, Eminem Every J, I mean Jay-Z Tupac Jack Harlow Actually Tupac grew up In kind of a middle class He did uh, World. Yeah, yeah I believe In what is now Silicon Valley mm. um, But with a single mom So yeah. like still Jack Harlow maybe I don't know I don't know McLemore. Jack Harlow. Oh yeah, for sure. He Matt was Moore, fine, yeah, right? he was good. He was cool.
1: Nothing was wrong there.
0: Nah, dude. He had a, he had like a balcony on his bedroom. <laughs> yeah.
1: He was chilling. The balcony is a good sign for status. Yeah. yeah. Or a patio. What would you rather have? You have one, don't you?
0: Um, I'd honestly rather have like a big uh, backyard yeah. with grass. Me too. So man. I could so I could have like different things. You could have a grill, a workout station, a, you know.
1: You seem like you would crush the backyard game. Oh, I'd have as, so much fun, dude. And I think you'd crush it equally as hard as a dad with a backyard. Mm-hmm. The dad yard, and then the um, just the guy who's got a first backyard.
0: Yeah, the first backyard guy. You don't want to always it inviting up, friends, over. always inviting friends like,
1: over, but not, but also like you said, workout station, using it for yourself and not yeah. just making it a entertaining center, right? Because it's easy to go. Cornhole yeah. Volleyball <laughs> yeah. You know Fresca machine You a know Stage If yeah. anyone's S- feeling it yeah. You know So funny by the <laughs> For the way. improv jam yeah. later Dude I want people to be I want this to be a creative space You come yeah, over yeah. You have a brat You fucking <laughs> You hit the uh, The Patron We're
0: playing bocce at three Bocce
1: at three Yeah Open mics at five <laughs> yeah. Guess what you still got to sign up because, like, not just anyone's coming over. And like, everyone's got the, the code. Respect the light. He knows what to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's also a great sketch. Yeah. Open mic that breaks out at the backyard. That's hilarious, dude. But maybe there's, like... I don't know if it's too, if there's a guy that they've been dogging the whole time. Yeah, yeah. At the barbecue. (laughs) And then he gets up there and he's got fire. But maybe he just starts roasting everyone. But then maybe it gets oddly personal. really angry. Yeah, really dark at the end. Yeah. Uh, And maybe he's, or maybe all his jokes are about what he's done to people's cars while he's on stage.
0: (laughs) How he like pissed in Shayna's wine. It's like that time. Yeah. It's like that
1: time I took a shit and then flushed it today. And I was like, (laughs) wait, what? Is that why it's broken? Yeah. It reminds me of that guy who had the golden voice. Remember that? Who got picked up? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The homeless guy? Yeah, and he was
1: like the voice of Kraft Mac and Cheese right after that.
0: Oh, was he really? Oh, yeah. I always wondered what happened to him after that, because I
1: remember him getting super famous. Super famous. Yeah. Which was so... I don't want to say it was the first homeless guy to get like go viral, but I think it was... It was
0: up there, for sure.
1: Because it was so mesmerizing that he had this voice. And was so... I think anytime, too, you see we've seen our fair share of crazy people on the news yeah. where they get an interview they like, I, well, I found that McNugget and I yeah, figured yeah, yeah. why, why, if it's if I can hold it, it can fit in my asshole. And you're like, well, yeah, well, that's, that yeah, checks out. Yeah, it's logical. Yeah. But, but or, you know, and they, and they don't have all the teeth and they got a cool hat and a haircut and, you know, uh, somehow a debit card. But when you saw this guy, <laughs> it was like, he just had amazing pipes. Yeah. So the voice didn't, but he was also so jovial. He had yeah. a big fucking smile on his face. And so it was like, Wow He's on such hard times And I think it was like He was on some side of the street Where it was like You always can see this guy At the This Yeah it was like an inner
0: In between the Some intersection Yeah yeah yeah
1: Homeless uh, The homeless highway Yeah
0: he had a hell of a voice dude
1: But so Kraft Mac and Cheese Picked him up Good for him And then I wonder where he is now Well I think he's Probably living in Venice No I think he got back on the uh, Heroin train Yeah And and Kraft was like Yo we gotta fuck (laughs) With this side of (laughs) the streets uh which you know would have been great if they'd somehow used it and just been like showed a picture of him just you know be like you know with it's cheese cheesy, leaking baby. out which, of his yeah. veins
0: yeah, dude. So on a bus stop billboard that's as well as so friends could be like yeah. he made it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's my dog hook me up with just a cheese packet
1: motherfucker <laughs> hey, nephew, your... <laughs> <hey."> <laughs> yeah what uh have you done heroin
0: I, no, I yeah. haven't. I've been offered multiple times you have. Off after every show. No, That's why I've asked. never been oh, offered. Okay. Um,
1: I'm always curious. No, what, uh,
0: but you know, I have friends that have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Been offered it or done it?
0: I done it. I have yeah. a couple friends that have done it like a Man. couple times. One friend did it too many times. You
1: strike me as someone, and I think we share this, where we've got a a natural zest for life. Yeah. That we're not look that we don't need. Um, you know, I enjoy cocktails and pop yeah. for sure, but anything really past that you know the occasional Tylenol PM but like sure
0: i mean a Nyquil on Tuesdays hey dude a Nyquil it's party time baby that was one of my
1: first jokes by the way because really? oh yeah just what because say? it was um about how cuz i would have fucked up dreams on it mm-hmm. and i it was before i truly started smoking pot and uh not that i have had crazy dreams on pot more panic attacks but yep but uh i was like uh you know i've been having trouble sleeping so i you know took some Nyquil and i was like uh I was like, and the commercial makes it seem, I was like, they got to change, like put some extra warning on the label because the commercial makes it seem so carefree. It's like the night, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, (laughs) stuffy and fever so you can rest medicine. I go, yeah, you can rest after you fucking hallucinate for 45 (laughs) minutes. I go, holy shit. I go, I couldn't sleep when I took two of those two little green matrix pills. I go, I had a dream. I was a cheetah running a daycare (laughs) and that got such a big laugh, dude. And I thought it was the best comic. To ever touch it is.
0: How long did you do that joke Before you tra- trashed it Because that's uh, fun That's a fun joke Oh yeah And, and guess what dude You can I bring can that back go
1: We could bring it back No it, Probably a good Those first five years uh, Yeah It was That was in the rotation With my Folgers That's a good joke. like
0: First five year bit Great Because it's Great also bit. Do
1: it anywhere Yep you know, without the F bomb, it's, it's remotely timeless. clean, yeah. timeless. Yeah. Yeah. NyQuil uh,
0: Astral project your oh, way oh, yeah. into a better day. Oh yeah. You know?
1: It's uh but I have truly had some bonkers dreams on it. Yeah. I had a dream once on NyQuil that I was going down on Katy Perry. Nice. And spoiler alert, uh-huh. it wasn't her. Yikes. Um it was the the voiceover guy with sure. Mac and Cheese. No. No, it was <laughs> it was her and but then I had that ring on my phone, the guitar riff, the dun, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. dan yeah. and so as I'm doing it, and it's all very real. Like that's the thing about Nyquil, is I want to say, like you, I felt I could, I could feel, hear, and taste everything. Yeah. So you know, maybe that should be in the commercial for sure. Yeah, dude. And if I
0: if I take Nyquil, I got to clear the next two days of responsibilities. Oh yeah. Because the I gotta like come, I gotta get intense. like five HTP. I gotta get all the same shit people on acid take. Yeah. When they come back from an acid trip. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you? Have, do you get offered drugs after shows? Uh, weed. Yeah. I get offered. A lot of drugs after show. People shows.
1: assume probably your again your energy, right? Yeah.
0: But- well, dude, the first I remember the first three ish years, and even this still happens today. But the first three ish years, it was regular, like at least twice a month. Um, a comic would follow me and be like, "Man, cocaine's a hell of a drug, huh?" Wow. Or like the host would be like, "Hey, Brent, hook me up with your dealer or something like that." Wow. It was wild. Like they would say it on stage, um, and I think it's because when I started, I was like, uh probably trying to make up for not being super funny by yeah. being very high energy yeah. and like committing really hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which I still do all the time. Yeah. Uh, but like there, there's this like high energy shit. And now I kind of learned how to control it right. and find the moments. Right. right. That's a process of growing. Of Cause course. at the time I was fucking like, yeah, like fuck Does it. And it you ex- ever done course. this and this, and I'm course. bouncing all over. Like Robin Williams just that, hit a meth pipe. I was going to say, who were um,
1: you looking at that was contributing to uh, it? It was
0: a mix of Robin Williams, Dalia. Uh, Jim Carrey's '90s special mm. and Chris Farley. Wow, and it dude. was like all of that awesome. combined. And then I stopped watching Dalia because people said I reminded. They were like, "Oh, you're so funny. You remind me of Chris Dalia." Oh yeah, and I was like, year two in. Yeah, right now I'm like year eight, so I'm still not super far. But like at year two, I was like, ah, I don't want to remind anyone. Yeah, anyone. I want to. I sorry. mean, every
1: but you know to to combat that, like we all. Everyone's influenced by yeah. it. I mean, even Chris Rock, Chappelle from prior. They all took Eddie. a
0: cadence from somebody. Yeah, and everyone, you're an all, energy you somebody. cannot be influenced yeah. by
1: it um, just innately. But I hear you where you're like, all right, well, let me take a step back. Yeah. If, if I'm this early on that, but also that makes sense because those that's who you like. And those first few years, everyone is emulating because yeah. you don't yet have your own point of view. Right. So you're like, well, who do I, what do I like? And I'm trying to find a. A stance and, a, and a, a a point of view right away because yeah. you yeah. don't yet maybe have the handle on the grasp uh, um, or a grasp on the handle. Which one is it? Yeah, you can grasp you on the better. handle, I think. It's
0: a bread Pella show, dude. By you the can way, say handle on the grasp. That's song, a but... handle on the grasp, dude. You got a handle on your grasp? How, does, <laughs> how much does that cost? Uh, well, <laughs> depends on what you're trying to do, buddy. I like, by the way, you said this is the bread Pella show. You can
1: say whatever you want. That's a great... <laughs> that If that's not the bumper sticker or that... You now need that sign on the door when you come in, honestly.
0: <laughs> I'm putting it on my... That's great, <laughs> dude. On my front that's door. That's a Pelican. That's a Pelican, dude. This is a brand Pelican. I can have any camera I want. Dude. I love Come it, dude. On. Yeah. How many cams um, do we have? Just we got a couple? two. Well, there's a third one, but I'm not going to point it out, dude. That, Who
1: did you? Just in case a prank show idea breaks out, right. and you need to tell me <laughs> to look there. I've been doing that, by the way. I don't know if you have any go-to like social bits. bits. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. But uh Nate bargazzi was just in town doing shows, and and it's nice too when you when it happens organically and you go. Oh, I've definitely done this before, but it's so sporadic yeah. that it feels good. Like yeah. you don't want to be it feels fresh every time you do the, it. If you're the hidden camera guy every time you hang out. Right. We're literally like <laughs> you and I go to lunch and I'm like <laughs> are, and I sit down and you're like, "What happened to my fries?" I go, "Brent, look right over there, dude." I'm like Yeah. And then we get in the car and you're like Dude, the seatbelt won't work and I go, Brent, dude, look right over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That guy sucks. That guy sucks. Everyone but if hates you do that it guy.
0: Every every three and a half months. Yeah, if that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so uh and so Nate were staying in the back and and he just walked into the circle, uh, myself and two other comics hanging out. And he said, like, yeah, it's just, it felt like a good circle. I liked it, and uh, and then he goes, uh, he goes, you guys just kind of stopped talking when I got here, and uh, and then he uh, and he was like, can I take my mask off in the circle? I go for sure, dude. And then I and then I go, and they took it down, and I go, actually, put it back up. And, and he goes, what? I go, psych, dude. You're on my mask or no mask show. Look <laughs> right over there. And it was a fun little laugh. But it was great. But yeah, if you do that too many times, and but too what, many times, you become that guy. Yeah. Do you have things like that?
0: Yeah, I'll. Uh, uh, be watching it, depending on where we are, if we're watching like a game or something yeah. and we're having like a really serious conversation, like with my friends from home, I do this a lot. Yeah. Um, I'll be hanging out with them and we'll be talking about like basketball or like politics or whatever. Yeah. And I'll just throw it out into the conversation and be like, yeah, dude, I mean, everybody <laughs> hates George Bush, you know, but he, at this point, He's kind of become like a funny figure, you know. I mean, yeah, I'd have sex with him, but yeah. you got when you're looking at like what this he used to do, quick. and yeah, I just like yeah, slip it in. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of this thing because you get it. They're it all not actors weird. or in
1: the business, right? No, none yeah. of them are. But they know you to be. A they goof.
0: know I'm a. They know I'm a goof. They know they're gonna get goofed. Yeah. And there's this thing where you like you're in conversation with somebody, You're kind of you're kind of hypnotized yeah. a little bit, right? Because totally. you're in the flow of it. Yes. And and when you throw something out like that, it kind of breaks your brain. Yeah. And so if I say that even at the end of a sentence, they'll be like, yeah, wait." Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, what? Is it? What? Some-? Well,
1: dude, no, And then, yeah. and then you don't. You skip over that. You're like, yeah, what? Yeah. You don't think the Lakers are gonna win it this year? Right. Dude, exactly. it's, not, it's not. about. Well, look. It's not about LeBron's huge cock and it's probably a beautiful right. cock. But it's like the fact that he passes more than you right. think he's going to. You know.
0: Yeah. And you, yeah, I'd make out with Phil, yeah, Jackson, I'd but out but with like, Phil Jackson. Yeah, make out with Phil Jackson. I mean, yeah. he's got 11 rings. Yeah. So there's a lot of like yeah. time and effort yeah. and and probably hot, sweaty, awesome yeah. yoga that yeah. he does. Yeah. Uh, do you know who did a great? Thing of that in a grateful Jackson impression, a grateful Jackson <laughs> impression. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, 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 Beck Bennett and oh, those yeah. guys. Did do you remember their Australian boat guy? Oh yeah, that was like uh, I mean, talking dude, about uh, sucking on farts. Yes, dude. It's so funny. Every one of their so videos
1: funny. is great. Yeah, some are iconic.
0: That well, I would include that on my iconic totally. Sketch w- uh,
1: what else? So those guys. Yeah. You know, were a year below me at USC. Yeah. And so, yep. and just always, when they got on SNL, it was just like.
0: Duh. And for anybody listening, this is Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney. Yep. At, at and Nick guys.
1: Rutherford and Dave McCrary, yep. part of that good neighbor sketch group, which yep. do a YouTube uh deep dive because Oh, go down that it's, hole. It, they, were, they were what I I think I've told you this, like what I so badly wanted at that time because I wanted and and uh you know, to be able to have a group that consistently was just down yeah. all the time to be doing stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, just couldn't find people to do that. So started doing, uh, you know, not to the degree, to do, to the degree you're now doing it, uh, but being tr- consistent. And now I feel like, you know, you're very prolific with it. Oh, thanks. Um, dude. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I-,
0: I wanted that too. You know, it's, it's interesting to see sketch groups pop up that, mm. that I love. I mean, the lonely Island are my gods. Yeah. If there's, a which Mount I think Rushmore, is why all those guys are totally,
1: on. which I think is where that was a perfect uh, yeah. uh, swap when they left. And yeah. And like, those guys came in. Yeah.
0: Um, and you know, I had a buddy that I went to college with my first two years of college and we did a couple of like comedy shorts together and yeah. like comedy music videos. And I was like, oh, this could be a thing. Like oh, cool. it could be us, dude. And it was right when the Lonely Island was popping. Yeah. So in my like early stage mind, I was like, well, they're gonna get their run. And then me and my buddy can yeah. grow into their spot. Dude, of course. And then he stayed in Northern California, got into music. Oh. And I ju- I kept going and, and like I found other people to work with here and there, but it never quite gelled into something that uh turned into like a um like a snowball you know what i mean so i i kind of like have always stayed solo not even by choice necessarily but just by kind of what's happened naturally um but now i'm surrounded by people like you and and aristotle and like all these awesome oh yeah insane people that i've actually i've looked up to you and aristotle and people like that for years oh whoa and so now just to like work with you guys is i'm stoked i'm so excited
1: well dude i mean likewise man i mean uh you you know it's you, it's easy to tell and cut through the bullshit out here and yeah. see who's fucking doing it and committed to it and sacrificing yeah. is one thing that I always go back to if I'm trying to, you know, have buddies that have moved out here from Seattle and, and truly just want to pick my brain or young comics from college that when I, after I was about maybe 10 years in were trying to, how, how do I get past at the clubs? I'm like, man, you, you're a month in. Like, yeah, there's all these things you need to just be down for the cause for. I was like, I drove to San Diego last night uh, to headline this coffee shop, and drove back right after. Drove there, drove back, uh, came back to finish uh, writing a sketch I was going to do the next night after my full day playing Wolverine at Universal Studios. And I <laughs> and, and he was and I was like, Yeah, would you? And he was like, Whoa! He's like, and he immediately found all these reasons to be like, Well, I got my job, I yeah. got to go to my girl's thing, and then I'm so and and, and he was just it just but it. Whatever he was telling me, I was just like, you're already not, you're just finding things to, yeah. to which will be a uh, consistent pattern for you of like, right? I can't, dude, I, I'd love to do what Brent's doing, man, but I don't, you know, I don't, you know, it's tough. And also like, and I love too, when what's uh, an easy thing to do is to go, but that's not like, you know, like I don't want to do those quick videos. Like that's not my thing. And you're like, yeah. oh, you're just trying to talk yourself out of.
0: Dude, you're, you're, you you're have a landscape of opportunities here, and you're, like, firing excuses at each one of them. It's truly about know?
1: what uh, – being in L.A. is such a – and, again, I just had this conversation with um, uh, my my comic buddy, Mark. I go – being in L.A. – because we got we were driving back from Arizona doing shows, and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like, L.A. so – I can't wait for it to pop off again, which I truly yeah. believe it's – Oh, 100%. That's why I'm not leaving. Dude, it's – and for the people that are going that aren't $100 million uh, yeah. winners – Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're good comic friends I know that are going there that are getting opportunities that are, stage time-wise, awesome yep. for the, the the point they're at in their career. But, man, you can't top L.A. when it's clicking on all cylinders. No man. way, dude. And the you excitement can't. and the I love, and I'm sure you dig this too, man, because even just being around you and and watching your shit was doing that for, more, uh, for me before we started jamming was getting being in a place where there's a lot of people going for it. There's yeah. an energy about that that I truly feel like you can uh, feed off of. Like, even being in a fucking Jamba Juice and and somehow talking to a guy about, you know, and I'm sure you like this too, man, because you're just real personable. Like, you can chum it up with someone and you're like, oh, fuck. And and even for a day, just get a little pick-me-up from somebody that's like, yeah, man, I, you know, whether it's, you know, they saw the video you did and that sparks a conversation and then they're telling you about something they did. You're like, I don't know, man, Just it's a a nice boost. Did you start
0: in L.A.? Yeah. Did you start comedy in so, LA?
1: yeah, so I did maybe one open mic in Seattle just to say I did it before yeah. I got here. Okay. And college was 0105 at USC and I was like I got to at least do it once before I come down here. That delusional being like not I'm a comic, but I was like I don't want to fully have here be the first time cuz it felt intimidating. Yeah. Um and uh and then it was just all frat parties and you know, I studied abroad. Some you studied. Bars. You did theater, right? At yeah. USC. Yeah, was yeah. that your major? Yeah. BFA. Uh, yeah. Did
0: you have a minor or anything, or was it major so theater? So I
1: auditioned for the BFA, which is they take twenty kids every year from mm. you know a billion people. No, yeah. It was uh, a there's a lot of kids that audition, and then yeah. they take twenty that go through all four years together. And if you're auditioning for that program, then acting is truly your main thing. There's no room to minor because the program's so rigorous, where they lay out a full curriculum for you Monday through Friday, but you get uh, your own show. Uh, every semester so you're always guaranteed to be in a show wow your class shows yeah Um, so that was great and the training you just you get better professors you get more of it because you've you're making that your sole thing so uh, I was encouraged to audition for it because my SAT scores were fine I think it was like 11 10 was my top but the mean age coming in was like 1580. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Because I'm just such a bad test taker, man. Yeah. And I just got in my head about it. And then I had, you know, good GPA and sports and extracurricular shit. And, and um, but, you know, they were like, well, if you audition for the acting school and get in, they'll take you and then tell the school that they're taking you. And I was like, oh, man. All right. I should try for that because I don't know if I'm going to get in just based on my on my test scores. And and. You know, you're hoping that being a, a Jew is like diverse enough. <laughs> you know, you're like, I got a single <laughs> yeah. mom, and I'm a Jew, yeah. and my calves are, <laughs> you know, they're on point. You know, yeah, yeah. And um, and so uh, got in, and then that's exactly what happened. They go, they just told the school we're taking him. So then, so that helped. That was like cool. the, the way in, but. But yeah, I wanted to minor and stuff. There was like a Beatles anthology class. Wow. There was a I wanted to take business classes. There was yeah. like a, a Leonard Maltin class that basically they would show films that weren't out yet and have big time people like Spielberg. That's pretty cool. My buddy would always tell me, he's like, dude, I'm trying to slip you into this one, like you know, AI came out, and so Spielberg came to talk about the movie. Damn. So the shit like that, I wish I had room to take. That's sweet. And I just didn't. We had I mean, some
0: of that. Uh, I went to Santa Barbara, so it, oh, it, it was a... My
1: girlfriend at the time was there. At UCSB? I, yes, and I was there every Oh, did you weekend. go to party? Dude, ev- for the first two years... Halloween? Yeah. ...that we were together. Yeah. Every Halloween. Yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, I, I mean, went to the two La Halloweens Vista. after I graduated. Yeah. Like, I was disgusting. I it?
1: mean, dude, yeah. I saw people... Get HPV. I saw people <laughs> fall off the cliff. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I saw. I mean, yeah. I I have a very special place for that place. Oh, that's
0: heart. so cool. It's my favorite place in the world. Really? It's My sanctuary. Sometimes I'll take a two day like respite and fucking turn off my phone and get a hotel out there and just bring no a bunch shit. of mushrooms and go to the Whoa. beach. and shit. Like that's my spot. Yeah. You know, man. like once a year I'll do that. Um, but UC Santa Barbara was like a research institution. Yeah. So we didn't do any production stuff. There was an acting major, but I had no I like I didn't even know what acting was because yeah, they had a little theater and um... they had a theater and they did something similar to the USC thing because they ha- actually have a lot of people from LA that want to go teach there. So right. we had like showrunners come out and talk oh, and cool. m- movie producers and execs. Um, but it was such a research based thing that I didn't even touch a light. Unless I was working on a student film. Oh wow! Um, I did take a porn class though. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, they had like wait to to uh, little former or (laughs) uh, it was it was like a research class. It was it was a um, we would watch movies about. 70s porn and like the the intro to porn studies type thing and And like compare and contrast now
1: back in the day they didn't have midget quiz categories (laughs) yeah back then you know it was just regular quiz anal play was with one finger and the gentleman would ask (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah. And, and so we would look at like how they set up scenes what the narrative was. And how it's become manipulated, like now, to be like a pleasure thing. Yeah. it was an art if you did it a certain way. Wow, it was wild. Yeah, that was like the coolest. By the way, analytical cut, dude. class, Just yeah.
1: <laughs> all the dicks, <laughs> all the screams. Yeah. I mean, clowns. I mean,
0: that room was hot, dude. Yeah. That, that is was a hot lecture hall.
1: Bonkers. Yeah. Who was the teacher bringing um, the, the goodies to the table? She
0: was older. Yeah, but she had like a psychology background too—psychology and film history cool. background. Wow. So there was a lot of that mixed in. Yeah, I wish I could remember more specific, That's interesting, but it man. was really cool.
1: Yeah, I took a yeah. love and sex in the ancient world class my Ooh. sophomore year. Wow. And also interesting, but a lot about, I wish I could remember anything. But I do remember there yeah. was a lot of sexual god, goddess, Yeah, you know, big figures that were... Um, yeah, fuck, again, I'm just drawing blanks on the whole course. But, yeah, I, but it was uh, interesting at the time. How much of that, were you always... For me, like even in high school, man, I was so, like my buddy and I took over the high school news program our Mm -hmm. sophomore year, and uh, it, because they started putting, uh, they had a a video production class, and it was in the leadership class, and these seniors would basically do news, sports, and weather. uh, Every Friday, it was like a five-minute thing. Oh, cool. They'd have, but none of them were comedians, so they'd have like one of the star basketball players was like outside and he's like, today is a 20% chance of rain. And then some hawker girl would dump a bucket of water oh, on him. Sure, like and he's hits. like, cause I gotta yeah, take my yeah. shirt off. And everyone's like, all right. All well, right. okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. Give us something to shoot for. And uh, he's definitely banging the, one of the teachers. Uh-huh. And so and so then they do these really loose bits that were just not filled with any sort of comedy attempt. And so my buddy and I took it over when they all graduated and made it into a sketch show that just cool. had the news. And by the time we graduated, we made it our senior project. It was almost twenty minutes every Friday. It was five. And some classes would would not even play it because they were high school? Yeah. Wow. Some classes would not even play it because the teachers like this is 20 minutes of class. <laughs> like, it used to be a five-minute, like, yeah. hey, there's a science uh, club meeting on Friday. Right. There's, hey, there's a dance. Get your tickets. and Blah, blah, blah. And now we're doing full-on sketches. And then for were a while. Were you doing comedy
0: sketches? Oh, yeah. Like,
1: and we would just scroll the announcements at the end. So it was a sketch wow. show that featured the announcements. That's so
0: cool. Like, we did
1: one that to uh, advertise uh, the foot- the big football game and homecoming dance. Yeah. So I bought all these wigs and stash, whatever. And I played, basically, a, um, a new football coach. And then we did this sketch about me wow. and the pump up and then i was taking on one of the star players yeah. for like a drill and we you know did all these you know slow-mo shots and you know all this music and me talking shit and then getting my ass kicked and falling down and like like breaking limbs and using like fake feet to mm-hmm. throw them up i mean just mm-hmm. real silly shit and it was got very popular in the school to where yeah. people wanted to be in it um people looked forward to it uh but but that was um that is so i was dope. way more concerned with doing that yeah. than like class yeah, And so I don't know if that was or doing videos to get was out me of projects in
0: college in high school. I was sports editor for the school paper, gotcha. so I was still and I was on like like my dream job was sports center. I loved comedy and SNL, uh, and I was I just watching had Steve
1: Levy on the podcast. Oh, did you, dude?
0: That's cool. My gangster. mom went to junior high with Scott Van Pelt.
1: That's amazing. Isn't that hilarious? Also an OG. Total. Him OG. and Levy yeah. are. Um, I mean, Rich Eisen, Oberman, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. right, truly. But Levy's been there now for, I think, coming up on 30 years. Yeah. And you Legend. go, Neil also, Everett is my favorite dude. Awesome.
0: Yeah. How's it?
1: So good. Love that guy. Uh, to be, to still be doing it and to kind of get all the sports, like, uh, mm-hmm. is a true sign of a guy that crushes it. Wait, does your mom yeah. still keep in touch with Van Pel?
0: No, I don't know. I got to ask her to, like, try and look him up it was I, I don't think it was high if it was high school number. it'd be different
1: do you really i met him uh i was doing Mohegan Sun, the casino with dane cook and we went to play uh poker after and like a oh, private cool. thing and he was yeah. there oh no way and he came over to say out of Dane and That's i hilarious. turned him up and i yeah. i made him laugh right out of the gate and then immediately go i go i made you laugh i feel like i could ask for your number now so yeah you want to do the podcast. <laughs> he's like a thousand percent he goes he goes if that bomb he goes i would have walked away yeah <laughs> and uh and he was just so cool That's and he cool. like he couldn't come to the show the next day because he had to uh, uh do his show but also a guy that turned where's the mohegan sun uh deep connecticut okay like okay. an oh, hour so from, near bristol yeah, yeah. Near bristol yeah mm-hmm. okay so you were sports editor
0: yeah sports editor and i had this uh cooking section oh, in cool. my paper called cooking with brent and i would make like all kinds of weird you still food. do that now and i still cook which yeah. is hilarious um but I, I was so like sports center focused and i loved the lonely island and like snl and everything and then in college played basketball for two years at uc santa cruz mm. transferred to santa barbara and um started doing student films and like short, short sketches yeah. also started writing for the paper and doing the student radio station cuz sports center was still the dream yeah. but then that all started to pivot once we made like a couple funny videos that got really popular yeah. and i was like wait is this like a thing can i like make funny videos forever because you don't know unless I you i had no idea do it Dude, and comedy any... was like yeah. stand up was when i was like 13 i think uh, gary um, sheffield o- God damn no. Yeah. <laughs> What's... I Famous can't believe, uh, major league outfielder, yeah. The stand-up Famous. comic with the big... Yeah. I can't believe I can't Goldman. think of his name. Gary Goldman. Yeah. He was like my favorite dude because oh, he was cool. doing um, Last Comic Standing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And so I was writing stand-up when I was like so 13 funny. just for fun. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even consider it until I turned 23 again. And that's when I moved to LA. Um, and to your point before where you said when LA is firing on all cylinders, yeah. dude. When I moved to LA in 2012... And I started. I did my first open mic in like 2013 or 14. It was popping, dude. It was like, yeah, you never know who could walk in. Yeah, uh,
1: that was kind of just when I remember. I think I got past the store in 20 2012, actually. Nice. And yeah, I remember yeah. it just kind of starting to get. It was crazy, exciting, yeah. and then I think the Rogan came back to the store not long after that, right? I want to say 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, stand up was going through a really cool. It was such pop. a cool and thing. in L.A. because uh, yeah,
0: and for me coming from sports, it was like I was so stoked. To, I didn't know who was gonna pop in any night. It could be like Brent Morin or D'Lea or Fahim yeah. or you or yeah. all these dudes that were like a class or two ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't like I and you were the guys that I knew of right that weren't like mainstream. Yeah, that were names. Th- that made you feel like it was attainable because yeah, you're yeah like, exactly. Oh, we got
1: similar sensibilities. They're not totally household names yet, but they're like... And and you're seeing the grind. And I'm seeing
0: that dude bomb, but he's on a TV show. And I'm like, you can be on a TV show and not do well in front of 200 people. That's valuable. And still like just laugh it off? Yeah. What the fuck? And that, like, dude, I was so driven from that like wow. those those first couple of years yeah i think i did i and i kept a, a spreadsheet of it because i was so psycho in my first two years i was doing like four or five a night yeah five or six nights a week for two years straight Actually, i think too there it was wild. a lot of
1: mics started popping up everywhere you know more more yeah. shows more nerd melt or uh, or, or meltdown and mm-hmm. um every uh, coffee shop coffee shops and now now even you know since the pandemic um you know, there's this great show in the round at uh, Hollywood and Whitley called Supernova, and this one I just did last night in Burbank called uh, Nightcap, and and this is a great place where outdoor shows can not exist. Yeah. I think and post pandemic, I think too, because oh, it's
0: gonna it's gonna explode too. Yeah. It's backyard shows, there's
1: so many good ones. Yeah.
0: You know what's funny is I go on the road and I've been doing road shows. I, I've even been doing road shows during the pandemic. Yeah. So I, I was opening for uh, JP. Yeah, Sears. yeah. Of course. And you know his audience don't give no fucks. Um. So it's fun to go out and like be on the road and meet all these people. But they would always ask me after shows. They'd be like, "So when are you getting out of California? Must be terrible out yeah. there." And you know I've shit on California quite a bit. Of course. But like, how do you feel I now? Am I felt the same I feel the same way now as I always have. Yeah. I've never even thought of moving. I and, will never leave California and unless look, it's like somewhere else for a cool opportunity. For a cool job, but, yeah.
1: I mean, look, man, why shouldn't there be another city that's got a cool stand-up site? Yeah,
0: let Austin thrive like too. Like for a while it
1: was New York, Chicago, LA, mm-hmm. and even Seattle at a point. Um and yeah, like why shouldn't there be more opportunities? I just think there's so much here all the time. And also yeah. even when I was in Austin for about and maybe almost 10 days. It's cool doing a bunch of shows, being at a point to where I could go to most places and go up. Yeah. And, um, and, but other than shows, you know, real human, I picked up something called Cedar fever, which is like, I didn't even know what, what it was. What is that? I just woke up when my head felt like it was going to pop off my fucking neck. And what? I was so congested and everyone was so casual, like Cedar fever. Was this in Texas? Yeah. Like insane allergies. And I don't even Whoa. think I have reg- regular allergies. That's wild. And um, by the way, I was, the way you said that, and then looked at the computer made me feel like a radio DJ that's not fully attentive, but also was also checking the time, but also checking for the sound effect to play. (laughs) The way you go, that's wild. That's wild. (laughs) That's wild. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wild Pella time.
0: Wild Pella in the mornings. Oh, my God. Followed by Rick and
1: Steve. You could have told That's a sketch we should actually write. That's a good one. Is us as a morning DJ. Dude, morning Uh, DJ
0: characters are so fun. I know. Have you ever done one? Never. Okay, let's Would love to. Because we
1: would crush that. 100%. And we've both been a part of that, and that's a very... It's. I guess it's kind of a niche thing, but everyone knows those yeah. guys because they've been. Played. They know the
0: cliche because everybody's driven during the morning at some point point. and listen to the radio. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, do you still do morning radio shows oh, yeah. when you're on the road? I got.
1: I just. I have to do a call in for um, Atlanta Punchline tomorrow what morning. What time? Uh, I mean, I'm flying tonight, okay. and I'll land at like six. So it's gonna be at nine. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I don't mind them. I don't. There's a, a one called KUPD in Arizona, mm-hmm. which is almost like the stern for Arizona, and. It's the best. I'm always on for an hour. I've gotten to know them so well. The cool. host, John Holmberg, yeah. is a fucking hilarious dude that is truly so quick and will let me do my thing. But, dude, it's like he loves me because you know he doesn't have to drive the ship and carry the whole load. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. our back and forth is great. He yes-ands everything. If I do just kind of come up short on something, we're right. In, there's no dead air.
0: Yeah, uh, they're really say, good at that. No dead air. you can say, like, yeah. dick,
1: bitch, which is awesome. Oh, that's fine. You know, just be like, that guy was that's a dick, fine. bitch, you know. <laughs> he was a fucking bitch, dick, <laughs> you know. And uh, all sorts of combos. <gasps> And he had to hit the drop button a, a, button a couple of times because I was talking about being a fat kid. And I we pulled up this picture of me with Kendall Gill courtside. Yes, um, legendary yeah, with, with the ha- with the weird. Oh yeah, amazing hand- photo. Amazing, yeah. love it. I look like a definitely look like a uh, a nineteen nineties lesbian. Yep, and I'm in, I, I'm in. I'm so fat, and I'm in this <laughs> Venice. Sweatshirt. And it looks like they said if you can eat all these meatballs, sixty meatballs, will give you the <laughs> we'll Venice sweatshirt. sweatshirt. And before they could say sweatshirt, <laughs> I was wiping my mouth from the 59th <laughs> meatball. And so uh, I talked about. It. I was like, I was like, being a faggot it wasn't all that bad. And I was like, look, I was like, I fucking had tits before any other girl. And they had to hit the drop button and, on the word tits. Yeah. Oh, damn. And then he's like, you can. And then they went through all the words you can say, uh, besides that. And I was like, should I have said bosom or whatever? And he's like, even uh, sweater meat would have been fine. And no I was like, way. And it was such That's a... disgusting. Totally. I was like, I feel like tits is like, like way better than way that. Way better than sweater meat. Also, sweater meat is so pervy. And yeah. it's like there are guys out there, though. When he said it, I go, oh, for sure. Because at this stage in life, when you go... Wow, that's crazy. There's got to be somebody who that's not crazy for. No, that's does their that fetish. make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. fetish, but also somebody out there being like that girl got a bait, like, geez, <laughs> her sweater meat is exactly what I want. Put <laughs> it up Look on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, take my
0: wiener. <laughs> Let me put my bitch dick in. There, my yeah. bitch dick in between her sweater meat.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like a normal thing for some people out there. Right, right. But um, but those guys are awesome. But yeah. there's so much of the radio where they don't do any research, which is fine, man. But you get to a point too where you're like done some cool shit like you didn't there's you don't have any topics of conversation right to ask even if I could tell you did the bare men I'll uh I'll find I've got a story for everything and I'll I'll take it from there if you just at least set me up yeah but man I've done yeah. some where they just like clueless and and then you just be a pro and, and take it from there and go yeah. all right I got to take the wheel yeah and pick and DJ the radio, <laughs> and, DJ the radio <laughs> and jerk off the guy who I gave a ride to <laughs> just so I can get a free I don't know bag of
0: Sun chips, improv <laughs> stuff. But, um, a free bag of meatballs, Free dude. bag of meatballs. Yeah, let's do... Uh, I would love to do that. I would love to do right? that. Do, how, what's your we schedule like, Don't You got like 10 podcasts right now. I got mine, and then I got the one with Chuck
1: Liddell. You started one with Chuck Liddell. Yeah, yeah. Well, how,
0: did, how did that start? Uh, that
1: another Santa Barbara was so boy. unexpected. Yeah, so unexpected. unexpected. Yeah. Uh, went to college. Or no, from... Fuck, this is my new podcast partner. I'm blowing it. Ah, fuck. I think it's, it's gonna f- he's from San Luis Obispo. Oh, he is. Yes. I know that. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that before. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, yeah, man, a mutual friend of ours hit me up and was like, "I because I was doing a podcast with Mark Sanchez for a little bit yeah. called Fourth and Forever, and it was awesome because it was a sports comedy. It was going to be a real, and it was, a uh, show that had more of the comedy, I think, any sports fan would want, where you get a guy who knows X's and O's, and then you yeah. get a guy that's going to bust Deshaun Watson's balls uh, or you know give Sam Donald I mean we had you know miles teller we had so many great yeah. people on yeah <clears throat> and and Mark loosened up he's a fun funny guy but having somebody there to let him to 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 kind of you know neutralize the situation and make the athletes know right out of the gate like oh you can have a good time yeah. like you don't have to this isn't post game interview status and yeah. Mark would lighten up from that so we ended up developing a really good rapport and uh and then Showtime sports was just like Man, we just want to be straight X's and those. Mm. And Mark, to his credit, was very uh, pissed and drunk and called me and was like, "Dude, fuck <laughs> this! I'm not doing it without you. Ride or die, Goonies, never say die." <laughs> <laughs> what would you know? What would Rex Ryan do? Right. And uh, and I was like, "Dude, you gotta you do work with them outside of this. You gotta just." I I appreciate the sentiment, but like you know, it is what it is. And yeah. that that was a yeah. bummer. But doing that and kind of being partnered with an athlete gave this guy. Uh, you know, grounds to think I could do it with Chuck. And I'm a very casual UFC fan. And we got on the phone. I was like, well, I should at least just sell myself on it and take a stab at doing one. Yeah. And he dug it. And then we started doing it. And he's gotten to be real comfy with the mic. Still, cool. Still have to drive the is ship it, on is it. Is
0: it a UFC-based podcast? Like no, I mean, MMA-based? we've had guests on the first, not, I mean. We'll, or is it kind of any We haven't totally gotten
1: yet to the point to where, I think on the next episode, we're going to start taking, like, fan questions and things like oh, that. Oh, sweet. But the first five we did were, uh, or two before we had Dana White on Were uh, just Chuck and I getting to know each other And shooting the shit And yeah, talking yeah. a lot of fight stuff But a lot of yeah. bullshit, too Because we didn't want it to just be like Fight predictions and things yeah, like yeah, that Yeah, 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 uh, yeah You don't
0: want it to be inside baseball No, and that. I don't yeah, think yeah. Chuck
1: wants that He's like, I'll talk that He's like, but I'm always doing that So yeah. Um, yeah. But also for me, it's nice Because I am bringing the casual You know, when, when we actually just had um, Anderson Silva on Cool and, Yeah, I was zooming with him And he was dope and, and, uh, and I was watching a clip of him And Forrest Griffin uh, who I wrote down his name wrong and put Boris Griffin. So I'm like, Anderson, <laughs> I saw this clip where like you knock down Boris Griffin, right? And like, but then you let him get up and you dab him and then you fucking finish him Mortal Kombat style. Like, and Chuck's just looking at me like, and I go, what? <laughs> and then there's a producer being like, Forrest. And I go, what did I say? And Chuck's like, you really just say Boris Griffin. <laughs> and I go, I go, I don't know. I think you just heard that. But anyway, so Anderson, when you were fighting Lois Griffin, dude, was Peter there? And did Cragmire give her any pep talk? You know, and then he starts laughing. And so that like great, Yeah. So I'm able to like acknowledge and poke fun at the fact that I'm, yeah. uh, you know, uh, no is, and I think it's nice too for him. Cause Chuck's like, I'm always yeah. very heady and talking about it. So it's cool for me to really be like, what is a, a kick to the face? What's the best spot to do it? Could I fight? now? like you know. So we're really keeping it light, and uh, and he's again getting really comfortable, which is cool to bust balls.
0: He and, seems um, like he would be. He's in the commercials. He's a bear I've seen too, him. You know? he, he seems like fun and funny. Totally, he comes off as and like got, a Shack type guy. Yes, like and he's great got stories. comedy in him. But he's even though he's like a big powerful. Yeah, crazy and even Shack
1: wasn't super comfy behind the mic right out of the gate. So right. it's 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 a a process, but yeah, but it's fun and different, and it's just one of those like why not things. Like so, yeah. and now it's turned into something though. But look, with that comes also like. You know, stand up podcast,
0: dude. VO, you do. You have you have you more know. going on than almost anyone I know. You got the multiple podcasts, touring, stand up, voiceover stuff. Congrats on the the Young Rock oh, show. Thanks. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That is so cool. Yeah. So got a uh, season two. So hopefully next yeah. time you
1: see me, my arms will. Uh, and you're playing McMahon, a separate chair. Vincent McMahon. Right? Yeah, that's sweet. That is Yeah, so it's cool. cool. I'm actually hopefully gonna. Uh, see uh dj this weekend so have you met Does him person in yet? no oh
0: cool just yeah. out, just
1: we just chatted a bunch on the phone texted yeah. um uh, nice. a couple zoom table reads but but yeah and and you know i don't like to assume anything i've had yeah. years where you know thing like you know i was on a, sh- on a one year when it was mad tv was on Mm-hmm. I was uh, playing, uh, so I was sketch, I was um, uh, playing the manager on my friend Joy McIntyre's um, single camp show, loosely based on his life, yep. like a curb style show from the new kids on the block, so it was playing his manager and, and just kind of, so an acting job, and then I was hosting this game show with Eliza Schlesinger on TBS, all three were so fun, yeah. so different, yeah. and so like, oh, all these are going four years minimum, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. T- the game show's crushing for TBS. They play it in bars before the Final Four. Joey Mack with his fan base and Pop TV was trying to get off the ground. They had Shits Creek looking for other shows. Yep. And Matt TV, I'm like...
0: What it's Matt you, TV. It's a brand. It's a worldwide it's brand. institution. It's why an would institution. Would it, why would yeah. they bring
1: it back for a one and done? Right. And, I mean, the next year, all gone. All gone. So, truly, man, I am... That's I, so crazy, I am so dude. What it, a great... It, it,
0: it, were you already... Did you and I'm over it. I'm over it, by right. the way. Oh, for sure. That's why you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. to make sure everybody knows that you're fucking over it. Um. yeah, Going into all those things, did yeah. you already have the sense of like, "Hey, whatever happens, happens." I'm just happy for the opportunity. Yes, or did this help? No, like, I mean, yes. I think I have
1: Yes, because there's been things prior to that that were like promised yeah. and not and not followed through. Or you also just can't help but let yourself get excited, and you should. Yeah. I even to this day, I'm yeah. like, "Dude, manage expectations," but like, this should all be fun. So yeah. if there's a prospect yeah. of something like. um Get excited about it. Like this fucking... I just got this uh, job on the uh, Pam and Tommy Lee Hulu show that Seth Rogen's producing. Oh, cool. And um, uh, I don't know if I could say who I'm playing. It's just in a few episodes. But I wanted it so bad because I love Seth Rogen. The show seems so cool. Mm -hmm. And I know I could do this part so well. And And I... More so than other things in the past was just like... Couldn't let it go how much I wanted it. Yeah. And then I just finally did and then like my buddy i saw it at the show the other day he told me they offered it to somebody which by the way i would come to find out was me and um <laughs> and you know and also acting is what i came here for and those yeah. things are like podcasting VO, stand up awesome like truly feeding the beast and so can't imagine life without it but the beast so the beast but is acting, acting dude yeah man so it's okay. like to when i w- that's what's truly gives me uh the um I don't know, fills the void more so, but also now they're all synonymous. I mean, you can attest to the up. I cannot imagine not doing it. And it's like, as you're growing your presence, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with all your dope, uh, content, you know, it's only going to stand up. is just right there. So you got to keep sharp there. It's all
0: interwoven at this point for sure. Yeah. Um, but, but again,
1: like managing expectations, but allowing yourself like also I, so then when I got it, I, I was like. Really excited, and then I found myself quicker than normal, being like, "All right, it's just a job, dude. Like, fucking do it and crush it." And then I was like, "No, fuck that! Like, be excited, because then you you got to ride those highs." Yeah, there's so much nose. uh, uh, That's a fucking is this guy? Did he graduate? There's so much nose. There's
0: so much nose. Edit dude. that out.
1: Put it at the top of so the cold <laughs> open. There's so much nose, and then just put my name, my Instagram Adam handle, Adam Ray. So much nose. And then put watch if you dare. <laughs> if you, all right. There's so many. Um. Uh, there's so much rejection and yeah. just thick skin you have to develop pretty quick because uh, it is what you think it is out here, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, we've both well, been the through rejection. It, and still, is so
0: it's it it. Never, uh, like, will not hurt to yeah. have somebody say no. to I rubbed
1: off on you. You see that you were struggling. Yeah. You were like, it never, it hurt. never
0: not. You need to hurt, Be P- a Brent Pella. <laughs> it never, no, not hurt no more. <laughs> Live from. <laughs> dude, stop right and there and
1: write that down. If that's not your special title, our friendship is over. It never not no hurt it no never more. never not no hurt no more. Oh my god, dude. I'm not even joking, dude. That's so Knife from the garden. That's get her done, Jason. <laughs> yeah. It never not hurt no more.
0: It never not no hurt no more. Oh my! God. But it never, it never <laughs> doesn't hurt. Yes, it, does, it always hurts. Yes, there you go. It always hurts. That's um, hard. but not in a way that should make somebody cry in a closet with no. a bottle of Kahlua. No. You know. We've done that before. Yes. We've passed that, and point. you should
1: do that, and you should have those moments yeah. where it fucking burns. Well, that's stings. part of being
0: human, dude. Yeah. To me, this, this whole the whole experience what if you just of being out, dude. I'm fucking telling mic, you, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 like that to me, those emotions, those such like strong fucking emotions. Whether it's uh, like awesome, super happy, the lowest you can be. Yeah,
1: gotta feel them all.
0: There's a lot. There's um, a lot of like being human is, is just letting yourself feel those moments. You know, I've been in the darkest, deepest fucking hole and crying and with the darkest thoughts ever. I've been on the highest high of my, that I've had in life. Like I've had, I've had all of those and I'm so grateful for those. And it's taken some training and practice to try to not brush them away. And also not, awesome to, not happens, to stew on them for too and long. And not to stew on them one. for too long. Like, either like, enjoy one, yeah, the you good have stuff. to find the balance. Yeah. Otherwise, you're either going to end up jaded as, as fuck, yeah. and not caring about anything, yeah, and man. you're going to be the nihilist from the Big Lebowski, yeah, or you're going to be running around like thinking you're on top of the world, yeah. you have the biggest ego, and then that only turns you into like yeah. a shitty person that people don't like. Do you have anything that you work on, whether it's like meditation, any like no uh, I, anything like that? that no, keeps I just, you level-headed.
1: I honestly. I've never, I mean, I still have not been to therapy and I probably should. I mean, like I was peer mediating, never been? Never been actually. Yeah, I, I was peer mediating between my mom and sister when I was like eight, like them being in each other's like folk split at that point, sister started to kind of just be the, you know, by default, I think I was the good kid because I just saw how much stress she was causing my mom and, and then also just not wanting, wanting people to be happy and make the best of it is always, I think something I've just had. So I just would go separately to each room and kind of figure it out, talk to them, come back and smooth it over so I could go to bed happy. And so I also I could be in a house yeah. that was I just didn't want that. And I wasn't a, I was a class clown at school, but at home I was not. Like I know people that are like, "Oh man, I was that entertainment for Thanksgiving always made. My mom didn't even like no like when i even started doing stand ups she was like what like yeah like i know you're an actor and you do this but she's like funny i haven't seen that shit at home ah! and uh and then you know once you start seeing your parents as people and not parents i'm like oh for sure both mom and dad especially mom like so funny and so yeah. sharp and yeah and i'm bummed out i didn't like open allow myself to op- be open to more of that like as i was in middle school and high school when my mom and i were together because my um uh, sister was at a uh, all-girls school so that's my mom and I became best friends and also enemies cuz it was like can you wash my jersey for basketball tomorrow but then like give me some space my man yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like that push and pull of like i need you but dude fuck i grew you. up with a single mom that's what my life was like wow Yeah. very similar dude yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so so uh it's it is it is just a continuing uh process of like allowing yourself to get fired up for the good stuff but i I've always just to get back to the therapy thing, just figure it out for myself and having friends and, you know, um, lovers or my mom, people to chop it up with, you know, is important. And I think through that, but I also and maybe this is uh, for better, for worse, always just been like not wanting to burden anyone and not that, you know, therapy is that. But that's kind of how I was, I think, approaching it and i got scarred when my mom put me into like a divorce therapy thing early on and the oh, guy wow. the guy had a little hoop up on his wall and i would always shoot hoops and not talk to him and i remember one day it bounced off right to him and he caught the offensive rebound with one hand and goes you want to tell me why you're dead fuck someone else <laughs> no, he didn't say that but <laughs> for the joke he did but he, he definitely <laughs> yeah yeah that's a cold open that's a cold open but for so, sure. but he definitely caught the ball and definitely yeah. was like why don't you sit down and talk about why you missed that shot and why your mom missed the shot with your dad's love. Whatever, you know, again, I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, I didn't like talking to a stranger about that. Yeah. So I think that turned me off from it. And then I just go, figured out for your. I just had a very, figured out for yourself. And so that's even in business, life, I mean, I've never, yeah, again, I've had people close to me to unload on. Yeah. But even my mom, when I was, shit, man, I was writing with Andrew Santino on punk the new Justin Bieber punk It was like the first real big thing where I was like, holy shit, man. I interview with... Uh, um, Jason, uh, you know, created the show with uh, Kutcher and was so like, man, here we go! Like, I'm gonna run this new thing. Probably get to pop in and be. And I, I adored that show growing yeah, up. Yeah, totally. And then something happened. Uh, I think it was writer strike. Actually, maybe something happened where they hit the reset button. My boy Santino stuck around because he was tight with with everybody there, and uh, and lost it. I remember calling my mom, just so distraught, and she just was like, Yeah, well, you can fucking cry about it, or like, you know, what do you, you know, tell me, yeah. don't you have that video you're shooting tomorrow? Oh yeah. Then put all your shit onto that. This is, yeah. and it really yeah. helped me understand that like being busy, which is why I think again, for better or for worse, having so many things going on, I enjoy and thrive off of. I wish I could get to a point to where, and I have people in my life tell me like, Hey man, pick a couple things and <laughs> just crush those. And I'm like, but this is how I've always done it. Do you want to get to that point? This is how I've always done it is to, is to do multiple things. Yeah. And, and cause I feel like I have Put in the necessary time for all of them. I'm not shortchanging any of them, right? Right. So, right. yeah, you, it's like you I don't could...
0: feel you don't feel like you're spreading yourself too thin. No. Yeah.
1: But I. But I. But this is also my. I mean, look from the outside in. Then, you, but then you can make the argument. Well, why aren't, haven't you been on a regular on a on a show that's gone five seasons? It's like, but I'm like, well, there's a lot of other factors at stake. Yeah. I know the jobs mm-hmm. I've lost out and why I've lost them. Mm-hmm. Uh. But then you know I don't know. But then it's like, t- you know. I look at like my boy Adam Devine, who's like, you know, did stand up and then kind of stopped and then crushed TV and movies. Yeah. And went back to stand up. And now is like not really doing stand up. And I don't even know if that's I don't think it bothers him at all, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so, but uh but I don't know, man. It's just vote, I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Get out and vote. Make sure that you check the box that, you know, coordinates with your passions. Um
0: uh, Jenner West 2024 um, Brody Jenner uh, No Caitlin Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Je- Oh Jenner West <laughs> Jenner West yeah. Brody Jenner Brody Jenner Oh yeah she's running <laughs> Yeah
1: Fucking who knows man Dude I mean, crazy Crazy real, time Real quick though I do want to know What yeah. celeb um, By the way We could do a four hour podcast Oh we I,
0: This was awesome. We could keep going We're almost done though Yeah you got a jet
1: Is that cool Of course Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I'm going to call my oob While we close it out Okay but, cool But um, who would you Legit vote for Celeb wise I'm not talking Trump Schwarzenegger. I'm talking like when people joke about the rock or, um,
0: yeah, I don't
1: know. Sam Rockwell,
0: you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Wow. He's running for governor of Texas and he, he described himself as like a hardcore centrist. Yes. And I always call myself alt middle, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm far middle. Yeah, because there's like I'm so spread out. I'm still learning a million things. I know like,
1: that's the thing too is that you go. I don't know all the
0: shit yet. So I don't know all I... the shit, dude. I don't know a fraction of the shit. Yeah. and so people I... come at you like, bro, you didn't know that. You didn't know that the governor of South Dakota takes little orphan babies from Africa and yeah. fucking takes their fingernails and sells them. Like yeah. that's some deep state stuff, dude. That is, that is. I'm like, no, I, I didn't know, know that, I though, that meme. I didn't Of course that. you did. Yeah. I did not. Or oh, the people
1: that are like Tom Hanks, man. Big. The movie big. (laughs) What's that all about? Real comfy playing a kid. Yeah. And you're like, what?
0: I mean, Tom Hanks just moved to Greece. Coincidence? Coincidence. Oh, and got a, a fucking sponsorship
1: with Dan and Yogurt. Whoa. Which is opposite of the Greek. Yogurt. Wow. Who's the Greek yogurt people? The
0: Mykonos. Mykonos, yeah. Yeah. So trying to, hey, m- you know, disguise. You ever seen a satellite image of Mykonos, of the Mykonos Hilarious. Islands? yeah, yeah. Looks kind of like Wilson.
1: Yeah. Tom Just saying. T-
0: <laughs> Just saying, I mean, dude, dude
1: I know. Ronald McDonald <laughs> did not start 9-11, and you're like, all right, man. Now... I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: yeah, uh, you know, uh the McConaughey episode on Rogan was cool. I like I think we're going to have him talks on, and by the way cuz Chuck's home amazing. Well. Yeah, that's that, super cool. And that's cool. where
1: you go. All right. This is cool cuz I'm and I have to that's push sweet. him out to be like, yo, go through the phone like, but yeah. but Rogan uh, sorry, McConaughey, yeah, is a fascinating dude.
0: Yeah, really And I think is yeah.
1: Also, I was I was turned off but then also uh inspired by his speech when he was like you know, I once asked myself, you know, who is my hero five years from That's now? That's a good McConaughey. You know, it's all, it's my makane is That's other like people's. Seven. It's I don't pride myself on it. It's like my Pacino, you know. What's your
0: Pacino? Uh,
1: <laughs> Brad Pella Show. Alright <laughs> I'll take a garden salad. <gasps> Croutons on the side. <laughs> <Hoo-wah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. just I actually did it on Corolla. Uh By accident, just because I was like, hey, man, comedy's about going for it. Yeah. Throwing darts. I go, it came up. I was like, this will be a fun riff and did it. And I am very uh, good at not reading comments. Oh, good. Recently. I'm awful. Yeah. Got to stop doing it. Got to stop. But I did it on this one because uh, I was getting some nice uh, feedback. Yeah. And so I just went to the video of it and then. The, f- the feedback I was getting through the phone was not on the YouTube page and it was all about why'd you try that Pacino man you fucking <laughs> and also like stick to what you know to do and no like, way tr- and I'm just like Dude. I even said it wasn't good <laughs> I, I, I even was doing it and being like yo I just you know what I'm saying but also I trusted to be like yeah you know I'm just trying to have a good time like yeah, yeah. man so but Makane anyway I, uh, when he said his hero would be uh, himself in five years and then after that, say, who, well, who would your hero be in five years? You know, my, I don't know who that was. I think it was Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Definitely. Caitlin Jenner. Wow. Well, I mean, I'd be my hero in yeah. five years. You <laughs> That's know? A bad, not a bad yeah, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Yeah. But, but he does have a lot of the right uh, elements to yeah. someone that I think could be in a leadership role.
0: Yeah. That's the thing is, is so many of these, so many elected leaders, like, don't have leadership qualities. Yeah. And it sucks. Just show that scene sucks. of
1: McConaughey in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He doesn't like just show that. Yeah. Before every. That's the
0: campaign ad. That's all is you need. that scene?
1: Oh my God. Paid for weird. by ma- McConaughey. And then it ends. Yeah. Like, paid for by ma- 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 Mahogany. <laughs> mahogany. Yeah by, yeah. by McConaughey. But and then the button for the campaign ad, because every campaign ad needs a button. Needs a good button. It's just him leaning on the car and dazed and confused. going... I mean, How did he on. not win dude, every election? It's all about popularity. 100%. We know this. I we're, ran for, we're
0: in an age of, of a popularity yes, contest. It's, dude, it's no different than yeah. elementary
1: school. I ran against Caitlin Peck. What year? Uh, fifth grade, 1994. Okay. Yep. She gave a great speech. We were, yep. It was the primaries before you get to the big school assembly where you run for um, vice president. Mm. I walked around after her speech with Keebler's uh, fudge-striped cookies. Oh. I walked around going, that was a great speech by Caitlin now, as we
0: all know. No way. Yeah, oh, dude, that's so good. And one. And that's by the way, I was so doing good.
1: it as a goof because I told my buddy I was like, how funny it would be if I just handed out cookies. Yeah, yeah. This is fifth grade, just being like the, the that's comedic so side good. being that's like, such a this funny is so bit, funny to dude. walk out and pretend to be very and not and be like, recess. It's not long enough. You, you can have two. <laughs> it's not long <laughs> enough. I think milkshake machines aren't talked about, and we can get them in the bathrooms. So yeah. Have you seen how big these stalls are? Yeah. Enjoy. And so I think, you know. And I won. And Amazing. I won in eighth grade. I was eighth grade president
0: because I promised wow. to put more uh, nets on the outdoor basketball hoops.
1: That's a legit promise. And, and it, follow I followed through 100%. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, you know, a yeah. no. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, but look, I mean, the elementary school b-ball nets were never refurbished. It was always like, no. they were like, we got five nets for 20 years. You're like, who right. did you make this deal with? <laughs> right. You right, know, right. You, do you know how to bargain? Yeah. And, uh, but that is huge because yep. new, especially the start of the school year, they put them up to the start of the school year and then you know, you they come back the next in the year. Rain. Yeah, I, man. It's like, where are you guys getting these nets? And ch- and you gotta have nets versus chains. Chains were cool. There's always love a couple hoops on like
0: a uh, neighborhood hoop. Yes. On a neighborhood hoop, it's like I felt like I'm playing that a Space sounds, Jam, dude. Oof. There's nothing better. I know. From a good better. one, too. Where a good it hits, one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. where you swish
1: and it goes right through. Yeah. If
0: it's a bad chain net, it sounds like you're in prison. Yeah. And then you know that's that's a flashbacks. Little, yeah, yeah, flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was even holding soap.
1: Oh, well, that's not what you think. We'll be right back. We'll keep yeah. it here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Guys, Adam Ray, where do people follow you?
1: Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. AdamRayComedy.com for the tour dates. About last night podcast. Icebreakers podcast with Chuck Liddell. I'm on the show Hacks right now on HBO Max. On it, two episodes. They drop, I think, in three weeks. It's a great show from the people of Parks and Rec. And Broad City, um, uh, and then uh, my albums, Read the Room, and yes. uh, I'll take it from albums, here. Yes. are out uh, on all the uh, places to get albums,
0: and um, and touring, and Go touring. AdamRayComedy.com, tons see of live. tour dates all over. Cool, we'll do it again. Love, love you, you, bro. Love you, bud. Cool. Hell yeah, baby! Hope you guys enjoyed that show. Adam Ray, hell of a dude. Follow him, support him forever. Love him as you would love your own, and I love you. Blueblocks.com slash Brent. Thank you to the sponsors. Buy Optimizers, Magnesium Breakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. And thank you. Thank you for listening still because y'all keep it going. All right. keep the train moving, baby. Support Adam, support me, support the the sponsors so that they can support me so that I can support you. We could all support each other mentally and uh, physically. If you trip and fall in my vicinity, I will try my best to catch you. Okay. Until next time, drink some water. Bye-bye.